What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of our weekly Silver MLB and All Things Silver podcast. We are batting practice minus Jacob. We'll get into oh. it before we dive deep. Andrew, how you doing tonight? Oh, you personalized it. it I, it's I, solo now, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, if you said boys, how you, I would be like, who else is there? <laughs> uh, that no, that guy it's... sitting behind you? No, I'm just mm. Oh, watch! You gotta, I gotta watch out. No, it's it's a good day. Um, I I need to go to bed earlier. Mm. Um, I've been I've been waking up pretty tired. Um, and I I realize I have not been getting enough sleep, and sleep is important, even if you're not a professional athlete, especially probably if you're not a professional athlete. <laughs> um, no, I think everyone needs sleep. I there's all those like famous people that just like talk about how they don't sleep and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess more power to them, but uh, I don't know if I'm not going to that. If, if that's what it takes, I would rather be unsuccessful and not tired <laughs> than it is to be like, I don't know, whatever society's definition of success. Exactly. But Hey, we're a sober podcast. I don't know if you can tell my, I'm tired. So that's my brain, right. my brain. I'm just giving myself permission to wander into whatever tangent we want to go down tonight. <laughs> um, but Josh, have you have you caught up on your sleep now that you're out of school? Or yeah, so it's funny you say that because I've been off the last like week and a half or so. So the sleep has been good up until today. I had mm. class starting again today. Class? Yeah, for the next like. What? For the next like three weeks, basically, we have what? like class twice a week. It's really dumb. Class. Um, but so I got to get up early today and I'm feeling it too. So, <laughs> mm. but it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. We're here. So that I remember being in school, like low key, <clears throat> that that first that first week was absolutely killer. Just mm -hmm. like because you're just and there's a point where like that first night you can't even go to bed because you're or like go to bed at an early hour because you're so you're exactly. so well rested yep. that you're just you just know you're doomed and yep. yeah thankfully tonight uh i know i'm gonna sleep great i'm gonna go to bed honestly might after we record this to be honest like just yeah <laughs> I sometimes you gotta not... just commit and just like exactly. do it you know yeah um I've been watching Succession too. Oh, but again, man. not a baseball show. Um, <laughs> again, like, so it's, I think for those of you that don't watch, um, it's one of those that's normally an hour. And that's, you know how, like, I kind of have to, you know, I was like, okay, it's, it's, you know, an hour before I want to go to bed, I'll, I'll throw this on. And it ended up being in an hour and a half episode. Oh no. And <laughs> I was so, I was, I was so into it that i was just like like uh, there's only 25 minutes left like yep. and so then i'm paying for it right now oh man um, so yeah again i don't know if that's being old or or what but yeah just gotta and i feel like that's that's the same thing like whatever the brewers are playing on the west coast mm -hmm. and it's like a really late game like 
I just I can't stay up sometimes, man. Like right. it's it's hard to watch. Yeah. That happened with um the last Stranger Things season because every episode ended up being like I swear they were like two hours each. It's yeah. like each episode was like a movie and it's like you can't stop in the middle. So then no. you just you gotta grind through, get through the whole thing and pay for it in the morning. But yeah. Anyways. Uh, well, okay. We're gonna we're gonna address the elephant in the room first. <laughs> <laughs> or I should say the lack of the elephant in the room, I guess. Mm. Uh yes, Jacob is MIA this week. Um it's mostly my fault actually, so which is kind of funny, but I went to the Brewer game Monday night and Tuesday night, so we could not record either of those nights. And then Jacob is currently catching a flight to Milwaukee, which is where I live. Um, so we're oh, he's not he's, coming to Chicago. Well, he's flying into Chicago, but oh, I think he's okay. coming up to Milwaukee tonight. Mm. I I should have been more specific. He's flying into Chicago, then coming to Milwaukee. Um, okay, same difference. Yes. So coming to my neck of the woods and yours i suppose too but um that's why he is not here because he's on a plane right now he should actually be landing like right now i think wow no amazing it's just just the two of us tonight so i know it's we're holding on the fort we are so i this is probably an extreme over exaggeration but i've been to a decent amount of brewer games over the past couple of years, minus 2020, because it was a COVID year. Um, and for as far back as I can remember, I had not seen them win in person. And I don't believe it's due to lack of not going to games because I go to like, I try to go to double digit games a year, which I feel like is a respectable total for someone like me. Um, but I couldn't remember the last time I saw them win in person. And I even had guesses back all the way back to 2019. So four years, again, probably an extreme over-exaggeration. But Monday night I go, and they get destroyed. Grand, They gave up a grand slam. They lost 12-2 to two or something like that. And I'm like, here we go again. So then we were going last night, which was Tuesday night, and I'm like, there's no shot they lose both two days in a row, right? And they didn't. I saw them win in person, and the the curse is over. Um, I think I'm allowed back now, but I don't want to take too many chances. <laughs> yeah, I think the cherry on top moment for that was your bachelor party, where we went to a Brewer game and they lost. So I don't know, man. Like that's like that's like the most direct message that I yep. think the universe can send you. It's is true. If it, like the day is about you. And they lose. I'm sorry, man. Maybe, maybe you are cursed. <laughs> oh, uh, man. But yeah, maybe someone else there had a stronger positive curse. Um, exactly. But I don't know. I don't know. Go see a psychic. Go see. <laughs> go. Uh, go see a witch or, or something. Yep. Um. Got to. Got to see if the curse is lifted. Um. But yeah, that's that sucks <laughs> when you go to so many games and you don't see them win. That's that's defeating. The thing that like made it that much worse was they weren't just losing like they were either like getting shut out or getting destroyed and it was to a point where it's like i never want to sit there and say it's boring but like kind of boring like you're sitting there and you're like okay like 
sick. My team's getting crushed right now, and I'm just sitting here watching it happen. So, yeah. oh well. Um, but yeah, they played basically a perfect game yesterday. Six nothing. Fielding was great. Offense was good. Pitching was stellar. And yeah. they won a series against the Astros. So I know that who honestly, so I do want to glo- I want to take take a minute to brag and gloat. I think uh, <laughs> a couple podcasts ago when we were talking about our I was it it wasn't last po- the one of our bounce back uh, predictions. I I think labeled the, the Astros as like I think they were going into that um, on like terrible streak i think mm-hmm. they were below 500 and i was like don't cut them out they're the freaking astros yep and i think ever like literally the day that i said that i think up until the brewers the the game you went to josh yeah i don't think that they had lost in between then um so wow. you you ended my positive curse how do, how do you feel well does this mean that i passed it on to you <laughs> because well okay you live in chicago though so maybe you can use that uh to your advantage and go to cubs games and make them lose you know i'm i'm actually i started uh marcus stroman um oh. in my limited national team i'm i'm actually in 10th place wow um let's see um it depends. It's all on. It's all on Mr. Stroh's. <gasps> the Cubs took the lead. Let's oh, go. Man. Okay, I'm in 18th place. Um, but if Strowman has a good game, I could definitely march up the leaderboard. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm starting Strowman. So it's that's like one of the the um one of my good friends doesn't play fantasy because they don't like how it makes you root for players on teams you don't like yep so and i and it's so so is a little bit different because i've i've never felt that way about like fantasy football or i don't know any of the like but what i kind of you kind of own the player or like you have like it's hard not to even if it's it's really conflicting i don't know yeah Uh, if if you let us know on twitter if you have any cards of honestly teams or players you can't even stand maybe maybe you bought him maybe you won him as a reward um that's how i got stroman mm-hmm. um he's actually going to be part of the giveaway so he's not gonna be in my gallery any longer there you go um but but dang it i played him because he's good and, yeah right um but yeah i don't know like where, where's your stance on that do you do you buy cards or do you have any cards like dortmund players or anyone oh. that you just don't like i'll tell you what for listeners out there, before SoRare was even a thing, we would play fantasy baseball through like ESPN or Yahoo every year. And for a long time, we made a like an unwritten rule that we couldn't draft or pick up any Cubs players <laughs> for our teams for a long time. So uh, this was kind of a thing even before SoRare was a thing. But I can't say I've searched out any players on teams that I don't like. Um, but I do have try to think of baseball. I know I have a Trey Mancini that I won, I want to say, um, but he wasn't on the Cubs when I won him, (laughs) Mm. but he is now, obviously. Um, I think that's it really. That's like the only guy. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, um... I, I, it's hard to have that rule. Um, it's like really, really principled. And, you know, and to be fair, the, I mean, the Cubs, there were some years they were good. I think it's hard when the team that you don't like is very dominant and you're essentially like adding a rule that you have to follow that right. makes you worse at the game. You're handicapping like, yourself. Exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's less so in baseball because I think there's just more, there's just a lot of talent spread throughout teams. But True. like, imagine if you were just like, I hate Bayern. I'm never <laughs> going to play a Bayern player. Like, I'm sorry. Like, right. You know, that, that's probably not going to work out for you in the long run. I mean, maybe True. you can probably get by with like, you know, a stack of another good team, but you know, it's, it, you are limiting yourself when you, <laughs> when you, uh, you know, stick to your principles. Right. I will say I've never like looked at a card that I wanted and been like, Oh wait, you play on this team. I'm not buying you. Um, yeah. That being said, I am a pretty big proponent of, um like buying cards of players on teams that you enjoy watching mm. um i think that falls more so with uh football um i think it's fun to buy cards um of teams that you watch that way you can see your players play um but it, it can also work for baseball too i i have a decent amount of brewers on my team because i watch them play pretty much every day um so it's kind of fun to root for them that way Obviously, you can buy players on teams and then start rooting for those teams because your players on it. Um, but it can also add a little bit of a boost to you know following along. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think the hard thing with baseball is if it's a hitter, you know, you generally like they hit maybe three times a game, right. and like there's maybe like a half hour gap between their at bats. <laughs> True. Um, I find it a lot more fun. It's funny, like when it before so rare, um, I mean, naturally, I think like everyone likes offense, you know, defense is, is fun, but it kind of gets overlooked or overshadowed by by like offensive moments. So I never like like whenever like my favorite team was up to bat, you know, or that that's when I was like really interested in like if they were if uh, they were on defense, I would sometimes like go do something else and just wait till they got up to bat again. Right. But now with so rare. I think it's really fun to watch your pitcher um, because they're, they're like literally involved in every single action on the defensive side of things. And especially if they're just like locked in, like, man, I, I have, I'm lucky enough to have a, a McCallahan um, limited and just like throwing him in a lineup that I care about and then just watching him pitch. It's just, it's fun. Like yep. I really do enjoy that. I, I haven't felt that way about hitters because again it's very rare like i have to literally just watch every single play to kind of catch my guy at at bat um right. there isn't something that exists for me to watch it but on a pitcher side i can generally follow their whole game if i really want to um and so the, i have enjoyed that aspect from a silver mlb perspective i uh i had the pleasure of watching my very own limited Corbin Burns pitch on Monday and give up 10 <laughs> earned runs live Whoa. in person. So sometimes it works out and sometimes, you know, you're watching your player play and sweating it out and they do that. So yeah, <laughs> it can definitely go both ways. <laughs> yes, it is. It adds to the low. It's, it's a lower low 
and a higher high. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the worst feelings you can have is, um, especially if it's like a, in a lineup that you care about. Yeah, I, I started Burnsy this week. And yeah, that, that 10 is just, it's just sitting there. Um, and one of the things about pitchers is you know that that's just, that's it. Mm -hmm. or for, for starting pitchers, I should yep. say. Like hitters, like, yeah, they strike out four times. Like they got two other games. Maybe they'll hit two home runs the next game. But with pitchers, it's one and done. You know, it's just like, like, oh, Garrett Cole, three points. Yep. Three points. Especially when it's a guy like that where you're expecting. 20 on a bad day and like 40 to 50 on a good day and then yeah. they do put up three or ten it's like yeah. come on it's funny yeah. too last night at the brewer game they were up i think it was three nothing going into the bottom of the eighth and williams was warming up and i'm like sweet i get to watch williams get a save oh yeah in person and then they actually put they tack on some insurance runs and then he sits back down and I'm like, all right, cool. I guess he's not pitching. Very happy for the win. Don't get me wrong, but it would have been cool to see him get a save. Oh no, I I definitely uh, was was disappointed when Williams didn't uh, wasn't utilized that game. It happened um, today too. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I also um, I started Presley. Uh, mm. in in uh, one of my teams, and he got a zero for the whole series. That's that is one of the things I know we've talked about this before on the podcast about like the relief pitcher versus starting pitcher as a relief pitcher debate. That is one of the things that like you're probably not going to get a donut from your your relief pitcher that um you know is actually a starter like spencer strider is our favorite example for this like you know it's kind of like garrett cole like you know 20 on a bad day 40 on a good day um and yes you know we, what we kind of looked at before there are overall there will be weeks where the top relief pitcher will probably have more points than him but it's just that that steady floor that like for example, like I'm in uh, like 95th place in that lineup where Presley put up a zero. If I had 20, 25 points more from him, that might take me up to, you know, I don't think podium because it's I'm still far, far out. But right. it gets me a lot closer and just it's kind of like in football, like DNPs are like the bane of the sower football experience. Mm -hmm. And I think a relief pitcher donut is kind of the same thing where they just they just don't go in and you're just like because it's yeah and it's it, it's no fault of their own it's just like pure circumstances it really is yeah that's why man i know we've talked about this a, a few times but a guy like joe pyams who's the brewers like He's high leverage, but he pitches like the sixth or seventh inning. Mm. And he'll come in when they're down two runs. He'll come in when they're up a couple of runs. Um, he pitched back-to-back -back games against the Astros. He put up 30 points this game week wow. as like a six, seven inning guy. Um, and anytime, you know, it's a relatively close game, they're not afraid to go to him. So someone like that, I feel like has a way better chance of getting in games but then you look at a guy like Williams, who yep. they lose by 10 runs. The next day they win by six. Today they won by five, four or five. 
it's like he just has, like you said, it's circumstance. He has no chance of getting in the game. So definitely something to consider. I think we might have to take a closer look at that in a future podcast. I think that could be another fun list to put together because I think like, yeah, we, we've looked at it from like a closer perspective. We've looked at it from a relief pitcher or starting pitcher that's categorized as a relief pitcher. Um, but I think like those middle inning, just inning eaters, if we want to call it that, like those, that might be the play. Um, right. Because yeah, like that, that uh, Piops might even have outscored Spencer Strider this week, even if he put up a really big, big number. Um, the trick though, is that generally those people, uh, they have to, you know, not allow runs too. And True. But Piops is a good shout, honestly. Um, I might, I might pick up one of his cards. But there are, there are guys like that on every team because generally starters go six innings if it's a really good day. Uh, plus, plus of that, maybe you know, maybe one guy per team. Like some teams more regularly than others, but they need baseball teams need people that can come in and just eat the sixth and seventh inning uh, for the setup people. Um, yeah. Closing. Yep. You, you get the, um, you know, 10 points for a save, but you also can have those weeks where you get a donut and right. that's just, that really limits that just kills your lineup. Exactly. And like, I'm quickly just looking up like pyomps. You can get a limited pyomps for like a dollar or two. Whereas wow. like someone like Williams, you're paying close to like nine or ten bucks for his limited, so you're paying that premium yep. for the closer, uh, um, the closer scoring. But look at Piams putting up thirty and Williams putting up zero, exactly. You know? And yep. he's he's a fifth of the price. So again, it really depends on the week. There'll be weeks where Piams gets zero and Williams gets I, a bunch. But so I I'm actually I'm actually looking at that man. Um, okay, so we're we're in we're in game we're in game week sixteen. Here, let me let me share my screen because you you, yeah, you set that it. up. Yep. Um, so this will be a little visual episode, but we'll we'll talk through it for people. Um, okay, so obviously we're in game week sixteen. He had the two pitches that Josh was talking about. If we go back game week before, two appearances, one appearance, two appearances before that, one, two. Um, uh, again, like I'm going back. We're Jeez. now game week seven. Uh, that would be as low of 10. Um, oh, he's seven, seven. So again, not a zero. Yeah, game week four. Again, like this is also a player, I think, that the Brewers, is he, he's new-ish to the Brewers. He um, is, yes. And so I think he's kind of establishing his role. So yeah, you can even see like, like he didn't get his first appearance. He's he's been getting regular appearances since game week three. But then if we look at a player like um Devin Williams, uh is his teammate, and we look at his scoring graph. Look so at how see, much more spread out that is. So he's got 17, 23, 15. This week he got a donut, um, 10, 20, uh you know, let's see, 22, another, oh, and this was not a donut, almost a donut, 10, 13, 19. So just 
a lot like generally like your closer is coming in once per game week um but i think what we've called up before is that kind of magic game week where they get two appearances and it's just like that that ceiling potential is there um because if we do look uh let's see if i look at the past and i go to relief pitchers from this weekend Let's see who the top guy was. Carlos Estevez. I'm not familiar. Is he? He must be their closer. Yep, he's the um, Angels the Angels closer. closer. So he got two saves in the same game week. I would assume with a couple strikeouts to get to those tw- those really big numbers. Right. Again, like I don't think a guy like Piaps is going to be the top relief pitcher in any week. No, but. He might he might be a cheaper alternative to a Spencer Strider, um, just because you just know you're going to get something out of him. Um, so yeah, right. definitely, definitely, I think we should take a look at those those middle inning guys as a a floor case because um, here, like I'll show you right now, uh, this lineup would be significantly better uh, if everyone is is kind of showing up except my boy Adley. But yeah, oh. this DNP from Ryan Presley painful really is not not good. So nope. lots of good what, stuff there. Looking at that, the top scores for relief pitchers, um, Piams putting up a thirty puts him kind of in that top ten range for yeah, last let's, week. Let's see. Um, so if, if we do look at this game week relief pitcher, he. There you go. Oh yeah. So okay. So, so he's number. He's top ten. So top 10 so far, I would argue that a closer getting two saves in most of the time three games, sometimes four games, making up a game week, is a lot more uncommon than someone like Joel Piams getting two appearances uh, in a game week. Um, Very and true. thirty points puts him still in a top ten, whereas you look at like. Um, the Angels closer that we looked at putting up 42. 42 kind of feels like a career week almost for yeah, him. Yeah, let's 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 see. Estevez was yeah, Carlos Estevez. So if we look at his so he um Okay, wow. <laughs> so yeah, so this game week, he actually he's he has the potential to put up he put up 42 over the weekend, and he has the potential to put up nothing this this game week. Uh, so if you're like, I bought the best guy, he had a right. great game week, he might put up zero this game week. And you're right, Josh. Um, there is this one where he did get two appearances. He did get but a again, save against the 34. You look this at this one. He, like did, he did have he did have he did have 44. Okay. Against the A's. So um, I guess you 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 have a lot higher risk for a not not an exponentially higher ceiling. I guess is the way to look at it. Yeah. Like we're talking. Yeah, you're right, Josh. Like it's like a floor, like Piaps maybe has like a floor of 20, whereas this guy's floor is zero. Um, And maybe this Estevez's ceiling or Williams' ceiling is, uh, let's say, 40. So, yeah, it's like you're kind of gambling with 40 points. And, yeah, at at some point, like we don't really have a, a threshold yet in baseball. We have payouts for certain positional scores in in the in the pro divisions 
but that definitely would be something where if they did have a threshold, I would 100%, I think, throw a guy like Pyeps in my relief pitcher spot uh, simply because I'm just trying to get as many points as I can. And I would rather have 30 than have zero or 40. Right. Interesting, so, interesting yeah. to dive deep in that because yeah. you wouldn't think it, and then you look more into it, and it's like, huh, you might be getting a better deal. Yeah, that's why I wish. Um, oh, what was uh, the dinosaur guy Brewers? Oh, Brent uh, Suter. Suter, yes, <laughs> Suter. So he he ate innings, man. He did. He had, and he stole I, wins. He, he got stole so win- many wins. Okay. That is also another overlooked thing with these middle inning guys is they can get the win out of nowhere. Right. Um, that is also another big potential. Um, so yeah, so I think it's it's this will be something I think we, we like to bring players for you to look at and react to on, on the podcast. So I think our next one will definitely be middle inning relievers or maybe non closer relievers that we think um and I think what we can say is like these guys have not put up a donut, you know, in so many game weeks. Obviously, like we don't know the future. Pyeps could go put up a zero this right. game week. Exactly. He could get hurt. Yeah, you know, we can't true. we can't see it. But right. based on his historical performance, I'm more confident that he get he's gonna get innings in a game week than Devin Williams is. Right. Definitely. All right. Looking at so rare, we had a couple updates since we've last yeah. talked. So uh we'll jump into those quick. Um nothing too crazy really to go over, but a couple of new things. Um first thing being the Sandlot leaderboard. Um the Sandlot leaderboard, it's a new competition that they introduced called the Sandlot. Um for those who don't understand that reference, uh the Sandlot was a fantastic probably one of the best baseball movies ever made um back in the day called the sandlot obviously um but it's a new competition that offers eth rewards um and you can use all scarcity of cards which is pretty cool um and then they also have the leaderboard that goes along with it i don't know um if there's anything else to really mention about it that's kind of it yeah, it's I I don't know who's actually going to play in it. I have not been tempted to throw any of my car. I guess let me put it this way: if I did have any extra cards that just couldn't fit in a lineup, maybe I have uh, you know, let's say I had four rare or three rares left over or something, and I couldn't make another rare lineup, you know, and I had maybe three limiteds left over. Yeah, maybe you could fu- form a combined team, um, mm-hmm. but the prize pool is is not great in my mm-hmm. opinion. I mean, it's the prize pool for the pro division, even at a limited level, is far more generous than this. Um, like, I think if we compare the Sandlot to even limited pro, let's see, uh, in this upcoming game week, there. So limited pro is giving out. Eleven hundred dollars, and the lowest paid position is two hundred. Oh no, sorry, top a hundred get five dollars. 
Whereas in the Sandlot, if we look, I don't even think, yeah, the top 100 get at least $3. And you have to be top five to get $5. So five, fifth place gets $5. Right. Um, so yeah, so I don't know what exactly what this gear is geared towards. I did listen to the Sora Data podcast about um, just the, the uh, you know, regulations in France. Honestly, I'm not going to sit here and try to explain that. I would just encourage you to go listen to it. From what I gathered, they have to provide an alternative for people to enter. And I think this, this, um, this kind of competition is designed to have a, this, this is the place where they're going to stick those lineups. Okay. Um, it's the same way as the Academy. Again, I, I can't, I'm speculating here, right? Um, but I do think this is tied to the, the regulations and I don't, I don't think it's actually intended to be a priority contest for real players, but if you're listening to the show and you're a big fan of the Sandlot, tell me why I'm an idiot because <laughs> I'd love to love to hear why I'm wrong. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, it almost seems like an extra place to dump any extra cards you have to try and fill a lineup spot, but when you're filling a lineup spot, if you're playing every competition in the division... That's already four lineups between uh, All-Star Pro and then NLAO. So it doesn't seem like a lot of managers out there have that much of a surplus of baseball cards to fill another lineup on top of all those. But I'm sure there's some out there. I wasn't one of those people, so I kind of just breezed over it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think for those that maybe are more familiar i think it's it's similar to the academy now in football right. where you 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 can use your ex excess cards and maybe win some some eth or some experience uh again like it's maybe the the catch-all the remainder lineup but uh from from my perspective i don't think it makes sense for anyone here to prioritize that um i think from a mixed scarcity standpoint Playing in the rare divisions will make a lot more sense, which is actually what we're going to talk about next. Um, so, yeah, Sandlot, very cool. Glad to see it's it's added, um, but not going to be a priority lineup for me, and I personally don't think you should either. Agreed. The next uh, kind of, well, a bigger update, but um, again, nothing to go too much in depth about, is the uh, Sora MLB referral program is now live so Ooh. you can refer your friends to play sower mlb uh using their referral link and you can get mlb uh cards now as the reward which is pretty cool again <laughs> nothing too much to go in depth about that but definitely uh, a thing to note yeah i think it'll be fun to see because you know we've 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 looked at the numbers of people playing and i think one of the big sources of growth on the football side was just uh friends introducing friends to so rare and their that incentive with the referral card i think was pretty strong so it's cool to see that baseball is kind of getting on that level where now if um you can convince your buddy to join you know you get something out of it too and i think it's clearly worked for for soccer um so i definitely 
I don't see why it would not work for baseball. Um, so yeah, so it's out there. Uh, as a reminder, we're a SoRare affiliate. So please, if you do have not signed up for SoRare, be weird that you're 45 minutes into our podcast about <laughs> SoRare MLB and you're not, uh, you're not even playing the game. But right. hey, maybe you are. But then now is the time. Sign up with our referral code. It's all over the place. Uh, and it'll be in the description of this podcast and on our Twitter. Absolutely. Uh, and then the last thing, um, again, I don't, do you know exactly when this came out? Um, collections Ooh, in collections. MLB. Is that so, new or did I so miss something? You did not miss anything. <laughs> okay. This is, okay. this is pure speculation before they label us as the fake news podcast. Uh -oh. We are, we are, we are entering the speculation corner here. Oh man. Um, collections is new to the football side of the game and i think this is it's only a matter of time before it does make its way over to baseball um it isn't baseball like... no it's not yeah i'm looking at it right now collections Wait. no no it's yeah, not yeah 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 what where is this if you go to my cards um my cards. at the top underneath oh okay so they, they have this page, but I think the important difference that does not exist here that does exist on the so rare um, football side is that the collection gives you an XP bonus. So it, it like right now today uh, for MLB, I don't know, maybe you get like a cool little like uh, like confetti on your screen if you complete a collection or maybe maybe nicholas gives you like a thumbs up like they have some <laughs> emoji or something like that i don't know what you get i've never done a collection on on, on mlb but i'm really thinking about it now because i do think it's only a matter of time before so rare decides to reward those that have been doing that um as a way to kind of collect additional baseball cards um so I, I definitely am excited to see how that could shape the game because, I mean, from a collection standpoint, I think baseball cards, they started it, you know, right. the same way baseball fantasy started fantasy sports. Mm -hmm. I think baseball collecting cards really launched that whole industry. So I personally think that just baseball fans in general just love to collect stuff and it's relatively new concept for soccer soccer fans right um so i really hope that they bring collection to so mlb and to me i think it's only a matter of time again pure speculation they might never do it um but to me they they'd be uh they'd be morons to quote the good psu fans too if, <laughs> if they did not and then the last quick little update here, Andrew, I don't know if you were, you saw all this happening today, but so rare teased that they were releasing merch on the store, but it was coded when it was going to be released and it was going to be very limited how much was going to be released. Um, I was not sure of their, their strange coding or, What's the right word for it? Like their guessing game, I guess you could say mm. on Twitter. I didn't understand. I didn't get the time. I also don't have nearly enough coins to uh, afford the mystery jersey that they released. 
Um, and it's already sold out. So, Andrew, did you get a chance to get in on the mystery action? I did not. Um, they only released a hundred of them, and I think they were gone in seconds from what I heard on Twitter. Um, I mean, yeah, that the 10k, uh, as a as a so as a sperm whale, I I have the coins. Uh, so that that is yeah, got the coins. But honestly, if I can't spend them, like, what's the point? Right. Uh, you know. So I, I I it's cool that they they released them. Um, clearly they're they have to know how many people have x number of coins so the percentage right because uh, but clearly the fact that it was gone in seconds means that there is at least a couple hundred individuals that have that many coins um yeah no it's it's cool to see some really cool prizes again this is something i would love to see on the sower mob side and a truthfully do you think it's only a matter of time before some sort of so so coin or currency is given out? Uh, whether that's baseball specific or it is kind of global to so rare, mm-hmm. I personally think the global one makes more sense than a sport right. specific one. Agreed. Um, but I could see him going both ways because maybe the football fans would get upset, but. I don't know. If you tell people that their coins can be used in more more places than not, I don't see how anyone would get too upset by that. Right. I think it's only a matter of time, too, that we see permanent merch on the store. Um, Yeah. There's no reason they can't print more jerseys with their emblem on it or T-shirts or hats or whatever they decide to go with. That's true. Um, And I think that's what people truly want. Um, based on how quickly it's sold out. I don't know how many managers are using their coins for their XP bonuses or their new player emblems, but I think a lot of people would be into the merch side of the store. And and to be to be fair, from what I gathered, I I think the the jerseys were actually real jerseys, Josh. I think so too. So but but you bring up a good point. Like maybe the way that they do scale this is because like they probably only get so many like Bundesliga jerseys. Like they, they can't just like go to Bayern and just be like, all right, 50 K people ordered, you know, like you yeah. can't do that. Right. Um, so, but I do think like sower specific merch is definitely in the scalable side of things. Cause I mean, they can, I don't know, print out jerseys for like, I don't know how much it would actually cost. Like, five to 10 bucks. I mean, textiles are pretty cheap still. Right. Uh, you know, ship that to somebody. Um, yeah. So I definitely think that could be a really good way for them, for them to scale as like, cause I would love a, a silver Jersey, uh, love wearing the hat that we have. Yep. Um, and honestly, one of the reasons why I've continued to play silver NBA, this playoffs has been to try to win some of the cool prizes that they have in the, um, NBA club shop. Right. Definitely. I guess, yeah. Again, in a, an MLB jersey with the Sower logo on it, sign me up. I'd pay money for it. Not even not even so coins. I'd pay real real USD. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Give him uh, his money. That's it. Um, they did announce that um, they will be uh, introducing a cash wallet. Um, where you can Ooh. where you can buy things with credit cards now. 
perfect and not you can get... buy stuff with credit card right but without the fee right so you can i think if you try to deposit with a credit card you have to pay a fee okay. um you can buy oh sorry you you're right it auctions you can buy with a credit card for no fee with if you want to buy on the secondary market from another manager with a credit card there is a fee on top of that so that um, makes sense we'll see we'll see if that changes but yeah i think a fiat wallet for the platform will be a huge win and i think baseball fans too you know like that could be the really big barrier that may get your dad to exactly. buy his first so rare card because yep. we're not going to have him set up an ethereum wallet um, right but he might be convinced to with apple pay you know deposit twenty dollars and build a nice limited team exactly agreed it definitely like makes the process easier if you're not familiar with or don't already have the crypto wallet set up and all that so again it's all all for good i believe heck yeah all right andrew i have a dilemma dilemma and i need your help (laughs) oh no so I texted I texted about this earlier with Andrew and Jacob and Andrew's Andrew's very unhelpful response was that's a great podcast topic. <laughs> so here we are two weeks later. I still don't have an answer, but we're gonna talk about it now. Um so my dilemma is I have three I would say average to above average MLB lineups including my rare all-star lineup it's pretty solid i have one of the better middle infielders in xander bogarts yep but then surrounding him i have some pretty good people but i'm not competing for top 10 every week then again not a lot of people are but i would like to improve my scoring um so the dilemma i have is do i sell xander bogarts and invest in one of the top probably five players one of their limited cards and really go for limited pro um or do i and then i'd probably on top of that buy a very cheap or a lot cheaper than xander bogart's uh rare card to fulfill my rare all-star lineup um or do i keep them and keep rolling with what i got um, winning occasionally, but not quite as much as I would have liked. Yep. So what? Okay. So Xander is your MVP yeah, rare, right? Yes. Yeah. I think he... let's 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 look at the team because I think it depends on. Obviously, it, it's all about the players that you surround your team with. Um, like right. my biggest stance is like you're only as good as your weakest player. And that's what I would want to understand from Josh is like, who is he surrounding him with? Okay, so looking at your lineup. So again, uh, um, yeah. the limited cards are interchangeable. Um, I have a decent amount of limited cards. Um, he's definitely my best rare. Walker's been kind of a disappointment so far. McMahon's been kind of a disappointment so far. And Williams has been Williams. So not kind of a non-competitive lineup yeah yeah so if we're looking at this like from a rare all-star perspective 
you have to have four rare cards in your lineup and you have to and one of them has to be a pitcher so and i and i do think um unless you have a really big budget you probably should i mean there there is the xp bonus um but as you can see like look you know you have the leaderboard up next to you you know how many all rare lineups are there you know not 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 too many um oh if the guy in fourth place but that's probably that's probably another sperm whale right sperm whale knows one <laughs> exactly. um, but yeah you can see like lots of people are throwing limited cards in with their rares because josh to your point if you can throw like the third best middle infield limited might cost the same as the 30th best rare middle infielder right and if you can the gap between three and 30 is so huge mm-hmm. that even if their scarcity is different it probably makes sense to improve to that um that better the the top three player um so i know you talked about selling bogarts and potentially exiting from rare i i would rather i think have you um i don't know like look so clearly your your week so from your perspective which player has been like the big was would you say mcmahon or or walker is a bigger disappointment i think mcmahon is more consistent but walker has a much higher ceiling so if we yeah here i'll just pull up if we look at the rare cards and we look, wow, look at, at your rare collection. Yeah, all all these are rewards, and they're all like tier four and five, as you can see by the number of relief pitchers. So if we look at McMahon, and we look at his scoring, again, he it's not great, but it's pretty consistent. You know, he'll yeah. he'll give you twenty points on a game week, any given game week. And then if we scroll down and look at Christian Walker, a lot higher ceiling. That's pretty, yep. More power. Big scores. It's more home runs. McMahon doesn't really hit home runs. Um, so I would probably say probably McMahon. Yeah. Um, again, remember back to the beginning of the season, beginning of the of the uh, MLB season in the podcast. McMahon is my Trevor Story replacement, so not really ideal with that either. Um, not who I would have would have hoped to be that player, but it is what it is. Yeah. So where my where my thinking goes is like, do you currently have a rare starting pitcher? I do not. Okay. So to me, the like the biggest improvement that you can, I think, get is like if you could, for example, uh, replace McMahon with Pete Alonzo Limited or Paul Goldschmidt Limited. You know that would be a huge upgrade to your team. But uh, here, to... let me let me rephrase my initial dilemma. Yeah, I'm not. My goal, like, if I were to sell Xander, I would not be exiting rare. 
Um, right. I would replace Sander with a top five or so players limited card. And then I would either use one of the other rare cards that I have currently or buy a cheaper rare card um, and still continue to play in rare all-star. But like you said, Xander would be out, replace him with a cheaper middle infielder rare, and then replace someone like McMahon with a Pete Alonzo, a Freddie Freeman, so on and so forth. Yeah. But their limited version. I think it would... Yeah, so if you do want to sell Xander... I think it would be, yeah, there's there's kind of two, like, I think having a rare starting pitcher is pretty valuable from a, this is, yeah, this this kind of goes, goes to, and, uh, you know, we can continually debate this on this podcast over and over again. Um, you know, I'm a big fan, uh, classically, of the pyramid scheme. <laughs> And the idea being that you don't progress or you don't try to reach for the higher rung of the ladder until you're on sure footing in the one below it. So, for example, like I would love like for your limited cards to be like 10 out of 10 and like you know, Vielich is, is great. Uh, who's who's your um, Blue Jay? Hernandez? Teoscar Hernandez, who's okay. not on the Blue Jays anymore. but Right. He's having a <clears throat> decent season, though. Yeah, um, he's been... <sighs> Again, um, I like to use our data for um, not necessarily their projections, but just to confirm that how many games they have, who they're playing. It's nice to see a number along with that. Um, I don't think they're very accurate. But you look at someone like Teoscar Hernandez, who's projected around 30 to 40 points, and he's putting up negative four. It's kind of like... <laughs> yeah, that's disappointing. I mean, they put up 11 runs, and he got negative three. Yeah, he's Anyways. playing in the athletics. Like, he should be smashing. I mean, that's pretty rough. You would expect better from him. Right. He's definitely going through a slump. Yeah, um, holy cow, I didn't realize how bad it's been. Yeah, I mean, he had a really good game against. You know, he's had he's he's got potential. I mean, he's not right. a bad player. I mean, his limited sells for you know twelve dollars. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty you know, high. For, yeah, you know, for for a player for a limited player. Um, Again, though, you look at like other lineups. Um, Tasker's easily easily replaced with like Adames, Telez, Bryson Stott, even. Um, so those those limiteds are interchangeable. It's not yeah. like the set two that I use every time. Yeah. So I mean, but if we look look back at your team, you you have like your rewards, your rare rewards are pretty good. I mean, where did those come from? Limited pro or from rare all star? Rare all star. Okay. So you are having some success at this division, um, and. It probably is a combination of yeah, really good performance from Williams. I yeah, I I think if you do want to sell Bogart, because how how much does Bogart sell for? I want to say last time I checked, it was like point oh seven. Oops. <clears throat> Let's see. So it's only two listed, and his lowest 
Yeah. It's actually down a little bit. Yeah, what's um what's his if you click on him, what was his last sale? I can if go. you click on the card <clears throat> and then scroll down. Okay, so okay. So someone got him for 149.2. Probably that's again like I would say if oh this is this is kind of a we're not talking about it directly, but I feel like I'll share this. The best time to sell a card, not surprisingly, is Monday and Friday. If you want to get the highest uh, price for your cards, uh, they'll generally sell uh, on the deadline day. That's when more people are looking to add players. And as the deadline approaches, they're like, ah, crap, I need a middle infielder who's good. Ah, screw it. I'll just pay 150 for Xander. That's right. how that happens. Um, we can just yeah, so I, we'll get a better idea from yeah so uh, his floor is a little bit lower but his like 3 day average is 0.08 so yeah I mean and his scores are, have been like good not like as great as you know, I mean, a six six point three L forty. I mean, that's that's like good. That's not like fantastic, right? You know, there's a lot of like, for example, if you go, um, if we look at the um, sower data graphs of players. So if you go to scout, like, what's I'm gonna guess like he is the thirtieth best middle infielder over the last forty. I think, uh, yeah, L40, yeah, for baseball. Filter that. Let's see. Uh, yeah, so we're getting we're getting pretty far down. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's yeah. really far down. So the 70th place is for his L15. So his yeah over the last 15 games, he's only been the 70th best shortstop. Um, you know, it does, it does appear that like you can get, I mean, you look at every other guy above him and they're less than half of his price. Right. Yeah. I definitely think, um, you know, he, he, he does have a big name there. There may be some, um, you know, I, you could even swap into my boy Bryson, you know, because for example, if you sold Xander for 0.7, you sell, you buy a, um Bryson Stoffer 0.01 you have about 0.05 left that's that is huge for your gallery so yeah so I definitely looking at this and like his performance relative to like what other cards are selling for right I mean you even look at like a Pete Alonzo who's on pace for 50 home runs or 60 home runs this season right for 0.03 You'd still have a decent amount left over. You could even splurge a little bit um, and get a little bit more expensive rare. Exactly. Another player that I was looking at, again, I don't think he's oh, going to ever homer. maintain his stats that he's been on right now. But an Owen Miller rare, not, you know, 25 bucks. Um, wow. I will say, I don't know how this works but like this is a first base card this one is first and second but he should be eligible for both middle and corner infielder i want to say well 
that is interesting how that actually works because if you buy so for example if you go to spencer strider josh um i don't so for example if we bought today if you were just like f it i'm gonna buy this guy with my credit card i think the starting pitcher one you cannot put him at in the relief position really so i do think it is the positions that are minted on the card um we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to go go look at this we'll have to to read the rule book more clearly. now what i do think that they said though is that if a player does play multiple positions they'll update the card and they'll mint so if you go back to owen miller i was gonna say i wanted to see at the top if it says so um... he's now he's now all three but if you look um look at his limited so his original limiteds were just um first and second uh is there any that have third included in it <laughs> that see that's weird how these just say first base right so i think originally they just have it as as a first baseman but then as he started to play second they added the position for second um so yeah so we'll 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 uh have to circle with jacob on that one that's a yes. good question um but i do think based on what i've seen with spencer strider the position that's listed on the card is the position that you get to play him in your lineups so makes sense if you buy spencer strider starting pitcher even though there are relief pitcher players um you're not allowed to so yeah um probably not gonna get be able to get like a top but I would would you consider Pete Alonso in the top top five? I think so. Um I'm trying to think of who else would be like like a Freddie. What's a Freddie Freeman limited going for these days? Wow. Jeez. That is pretty, pretty expensive. We don't even have Lister play. <laughs> Anyways, um I, I think I'm Let with us know you. what you do. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. I think he's a sell, yep. and then invest in a in a top limited like a Freddie Freeman, a Pete Alonso, somebody like that, um, and then go for a Bryson Stott or Owen Miller rare, yep, um, and keep competing in that rare All Star competition just with a lesser rare and a better limited. Yeah, I even think you could even potentially sell both um xander and mcmahon and then use that to buy two good rare cards you sell both of them you know that's true yeah because if you put so if you had let's say you got 110 for xander 135 for mcmahon you know that's you could find two 65 70 rares out there that i think would probably be better than both of xander and mcmahon together i think i agree with you all right i'll stop sharing yeah homework for you sir yes exactly well Well, should we end on some fun let's see how we can do should do we need to spin the wheel even Uh, though jacob's not yes we do we gotta spin the wheel oh gosh okay we're going back we're going. I could have just stayed on, I suppose. But Wait, by the way, did you win a tier five? 
I did not. Um, I, I had very non-competitive lineups this week. Did you win a tier five? Um, no, I won a tier four. Uh, and we don't know about Jacob. I don't think he did, though. I think that means this is going up, though. Oh, yeah. Going Increase up the size. All right. Oh, crap. Here we go. It's going to be any reward. Just <laughs> we should I'm... tell Jacob it's any reward, no matter what it lands on. Oh, my God. <gasps> no. Jeez. Oh, okay, oh tier God. two. Tier two. Even okay, that's still, that's still pretty tier bad. Tier two is still pretty intense. All right. Yeah. Tier two. Yikes. We got that out of the way. I hope I don't wow. want a tier two now. Yeah, exactly, right? I hope right. No, at the same time, I hope I hope I do for all of our sakes. For the listeners' sake. All right. That's true. We we're now know there's see, a timer. Yes. And we're gonna see if we can do better without Jacob. Then we can brag that when he wasn't here, we did better than when he was. Let's here. go. Let's go. Okay, is we it, are cheating a little bit here because the I was gonna say we get, going. we get we get the first question, yeah. But what a tough question. Okay. Um, Javier Baez was so bad last year. But 47 RBIs is nothing. That's not that much. I'm going to say more. I'll go more. If it's less, it's going to be really close. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay perfect. Okay. All, right, all, okay. Right, all, right, all right. Here we go. More. Right? Six. I think I agree with you, but I feel like he had a down year. It's pretty Let's close. Let's go. More. Obviously more. <laughs> this next person will be less. Yep. Not by a lot, though. Yeah. yeah. It's probably going to be less. another less. Yep. Yeah. Wow. He had 83 RBIs. That's pretty crazy. Oh, man. I want to say more. Yeah, go Bo's, more. That's that was my gut. Bo is on kind fire. Of, er, ooh, Let's okay. go. Okay, okay. Oh my god, Monty. he hit a lot of home runs, didn't he? I feel like it's still less. Yeah, go less. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. More for more, sure. More, more for sure. Yep. Let's go, Vladdy. Less for sure. Less, yeah. Yeah, 53. a lot. Less. Oh, yeah. He didn't play that much. Yeah. He's not playing wow. now. All either. right. All right. Let's more, go more. For sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll probably go more. 52 is not that much. Ooh, oh, God. This man. is a 50 50. Mitch Garver. Less. Less. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Go, Good job. Go. Good job. Tucker on the Cubs, twenty four though is That's so not that little. Many. Just go more. He's he probably, probably had like thirty six. No, Tucker. Of course, it's stupid. Tucker Barnhart got to be more, right? Yeah, sixteen. Yeah. Okay, okay, forty four. More, more. For sh- oh man, it's got to be yeah. more. Yeah, more. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who? <laughs> Who? He's in the minors. What? Did he? Even... Oh, the the clock is shorter. The clock is oh, shorter. God. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay, god. Yeah, we gotta okay, we gotta okay. go really fast. We gotta go really god. fast. Oh, less. Oh, nice. Yes, oh, yes, so yes, yes, yes. More, I would say. 
Yeah, go more. Oh no! Oh, I have no idea. More. Let's go. Oh, They're getting God. so much closer. Oh, less. Yeah. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God, Let's going go. crazy. Oh, it's McMahon. my boy Ryan McMahon. More. My boy. Less. You had a bad season. Yeah, very bad did. season. Can we break it? Oh, oh. less. I think. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. Let's go. It's crazy. This is crazy. Oh, I broke uh, you. Less. No. no. Let's go though. Twenty-two. Dude, we beat the average by like eleven. Oh, we doubled up on the average. Let's go. Let's go. All right, I'm screenshotting Jeez. this uh, <laughs> and sending it to Jacob. Oh my um, god, that was they, incredible. We are the batting practice podcast. <laughs> I wish they had like a leaderboard. Like I feel like we're up there. We got to be in the in the upper echelon here. Oh yeah, we doubled the average. Jeez, what a performance! That was Let's good. Go. I'm very proud so of that. If so, now if we ever don't do as well as that, it's Jacob bringing us down. Exactly. We yeah. <laughs> we have an excuse now. <laughs> and hey, we now know that that if you do really good, the timer gets halved. Yeah, and you're just like. And they get like, really like random, like really random players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, That's man. fun. I like that. That's really good. That's a good game. That is a good game. Well, everyone out there, thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate it greatly. We appreciate all the support we've gotten over these last few months. Um, don't forget to check out the socials um we will probably still have our giveaway running by the time this comes out so don't forget to check out twitter um and submit into the giveaway for this upcoming week um hopefully we can win a tier tier for you guys to have another giveaway going um but anyways thank you again for listening use attendant batting practice now you're ready to get in the game peace